longest week ever. Oh my god. Having to wait for redemption from what I thought was a weaker second episode and uh and we got it yeah we did uh Mandalorian episode three Friday November 22nd and it is out on Disney plus and ready for the streamers to enjoy all 33 minutes of it and it absolutely did redeem from the second episode it was much better yeah I think so Uh, a lot to talk about in this episode and uh, it kicks off just right where the second episode leaves off Uh, it seems to be their theme they're going to start up where the previous episode leaves off it's going to be like 24 Um, just flow right into the next bit so obviously we know he's he's turning in his bounty Uh, and he's developed a bit of a human uh, emotion side yeah A, a bond with the baby Yoda, but it does not appear as so right off the bat. Obviously, it's a little predictable. He he mm, yeah. he uh, re-enters this the city where he got his uh, bounty, bounty puck. from mm-hmm. uh, his bounty puck from from the Carl Weathers character, who I'm just gonna call the bounty giver, I guess. I don't uh, know. The puck <laughs> puck giver. Um, anyways, he uh, re-emerges in this town and uh, he enters the. I guess the enclave where the stormtroopers and the remnants of the Empire are still there. And the guy who I'm predicting is going to be the, the big villain in this show is, is I mean, there waiting course, for him. I mean, of course, yeah. And he gets, he, he trades in Baby Yoda and he gets like a crap ton of Best Bar. Oh my god, yeah, a capsule, capsule full of it? Sure. Yeah, I don't know how to say that word. A capsule. 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 (laughs) (laughs) It's a crap load. It is enough to make every other bounty hunter and uh, Mandalorian a little envious and curious as to what the heck's going on. He was swarmed. Yeah, uh, well, before we get there, so he gets, he unloads Baby Yoda, and there's that emotional scene where Baby Yoda's getting wheeled into like the lab area of the enclave and he, and he looks back and, and all he, he does is eyes for the mandalorian his little eyes for the mandalorian and at that moment i i knew that he was gonna have to come back for him to yeah. for, for the series to progress but, the way that i, I mean, wanted to his armor was shot from the episode two scene with that the triceratops thingy thing and he was in no condition to be able to put up a fight for him at that moment not so then and there and he took his best bar he got new armor yeah Came back uh, for a fight. Not, not just new armor. He he got new he's head bling, to toe, blinging. Yeah, everything, weaponry, like everything. Balling. I I know what I want to be for Halloween now. It's the balling version <laughs> of. I know Halloween just happened, but still, uh, next year, balling version of the Mandalorian. That's it's never what I'm going too as. early to plan for Halloween. So. Yeah, uh, we get a little bit more insight in this episode. I I really liked it for. It went into the lore of like the armor and the weaponry and the just all you the get more technology, into their culture, everything yeah. that they've got going for them from uh, the weapons to the like high tech spying devices that he was using when he reemerged and and went back into the uh, a hint on their ideology, their honor code, yeah, which you know. Uh, I could I'd go either way with it can, that because it, it's very flexible the yeah. code. I mean, it seems like it could be rigid, but at the same time, it's just it's a simple quote which could be applied to whatever they need it to be applied to. Yeah, the the series seems to be running with like catchy phrases. Yeah. Uh, you had I'm the okay with that, I though. have spoken, <laughs> and now you've got it is the way. 
Is that what it is? It is the way? It is our way or it, it is, is the, the way. way? This yeah. is the way. Uh-huh. This is the way. That's okay. it. Just watched it and I can't remember. Oh, you remember all the quotes. But you remember what those cool little weapons were that they hooked them up with, the, with the excess Bespar? The they, ones they said that was very rare to use them sparingly was yeah, a songbird. Ten minutes later he used them. Yeah. <laughs> sparingly. <laughs> Uh, but he had to use him. So, uh, okay, don't want to jump too far ahead. Uh, let's see, where were we as far as plotline is concerned? He just got dumped Yoda off, got the armor, and then he goes to revisit the bounty giver, uh, the to pup giver, get to get his next bounty. mission. Mm-hmm. He makes it all the way to his ship, and then the emotional moment of the series so far where he knew it was coming, he realizes, I, I, have, to, I have to reciprocate the... He can't saving. leave the child behind because he well, doesn't no, know he, what they're going to do to him. He kept asking what they're going to do with the child. Uh, I, th- I think he realized that Baby Yoda saved him. And well, I mean, he knew that Baby Yoda saved him. Well, this is his moment of uh, re- redemption yeah. and saying, okay, uh, this is where I extend reciprocity to Baby Yoda. And I do the same thing he did for me because these guys have the, the empire, the remnants of I the empire. I think it's also plans, a little bit more... Uh, deeper than that because every time he even in the what was it the one of the previous episodes where he got the shoulder piece done mm-hmm. and then when he got his full set armor now when they're banging out the armor and everything he constantly has his flashbacks of him as a child and how he um, came to lose his like original family and then became a foundling and stuff like that. So he's having those flashbacks of him. Um, so I think it's like in a deep personal level for him about the child too, because he was a child, uh, and uh, he lost his yeah, family. Yeah, I can see that. There's still the. Uh, I mean, Mandalorians, for all intents and purposes, are, are human. Well, of uh, yeah, uh, they're they're just from a planet. Uh, so he's definitely got that uh, emotional conviction still about him, but he's not allowed to really flex it too often because he's a businessman. He's very. Uh, I mean, up to this point, every bounty he's ever turned in, he's never had this sort of conundrum of like, do I, do I turn in the bounty? Do I not? He's never had this dilemma. He's always been it's like about against his the business. code or something yeah. against the code, so to speak. But like we we mentioned, the the code is very flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like the introduction of the other Mandalorians that, for whatever reason, weren't around uh, the first time he visited that uh, that foundry and and got that uh, shoulder piece. Uh, uh, clanked together no there were no sight of them then all over but this they time. were everywhere and uh yeah that was cool uh, i know why they introduced them because obviously towards the end of the episode they yeah. come back into play so uh before the end of the episode though he, he has that moment in his ship where he he says okay i gotta i gotta go back and and get the baby get the the child as episode two was called uh, this episode, by the way, episode three is called The Sin, which is the Him breaking, breaking of the code. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I would say it yeah. is. So he goes back on his mission to uh, infiltrate the little complex that oh, they're holding, well. Baby Yoda. And uh, we get to see some more of his cool gadgets. And we get to see that stormtroopers are still brain dead, just like <laughs> they were in every... Check the perimeter. And, uh, <laughs> and they go after this... They After are very somebody original. Ripped, ripped the camera out, yeah. Um, stormtroopers are just—they're always just placeholders for battles and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, we we did get a, a little cool shootout, and 
obviously the main baddie, the older gentleman played by Werner Herzog, the client is what his uh, character name is. He had a brief moment uh, of dialogue, but then he disappeared. He was not part yeah. of the firefight. No, he wasn't. So he's long gone off the planet, and he'll probably hear of this. And after the Mandalorian uh, rescues the baby, it turns into like John Wick 3, kind of. Yeah, where he's... Yeah, trying to it, keep the baby from getting harmed while he's, he's in to this escape. firefight. Yeah, he's trying to escape, but everybody gets a little beeping red notification on their their. The, like, the child is back in play because apparently yeah. all the bounty hunters got pucks or um, what is it? Uh, yeah, pu- uh, pucks. They're pucks to to um, cash orders, in on the yeah. yeah to try to um, cash in on the bounty. They, they were all, all failed. Yeah, they all failed. But when he got out of the complex or was taken out of the complex by the Mandalorian, all it became active again. So all the pucks started flashing. beeping and flashing the closer they were to him. So, And then you get a one versus 100 standoff yeah. as the Mandalorian tries to uh, make it back to sh- ship with Baby Yoda intact. And then the predictability of the bounty hunters, uh, or I'm sorry, the other Mandalorians coming to aid him, aid him and assist their brother. They told him to get out of there, arms, yeah, which, and they would hold him back. Which I like because uh, I didn't, I didn't want this to be like a lone wolf type of thing over mm. and over because it wouldn't be believable that this guy was like they've made him vulnerable so far. He's gotten shot up. He's gotten his armor dinged. Mm-hmm. He got beat up by that creature. I don't want him to seem he like he's failures. got superpowers, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's good. Uh, and he wasn't going to be able to take those 30-plus dudes who no. are highly skilled as well all by himself. He does take care of a good amount because he's got sophisticated weaponry and really cool stuff. Yeah, he literally got, like, just that stocked plasma, up on it all. That plasma cannon Faint that just flamethrower. evaporates yeah. people. The flamethrower. Uh, the songbirds that he used earlier on the stormtroopers. Poor stormtroopers. <laughs> They're never going to win a battle. I mean, they weren't really period. doing much with their lives anyway, so. <laughs> um, and long story short, uh, he gets help from the the Mandalorians and he escapes. And then you got some comedic relief afterwards. <laughs> also, of note, uh, the Carl Weathers character, the gentleman who gives the bounties out and the pucks out, uh, they have a final one-on-one encounter, but he shoots him right in the vest, uh, in the best bar that he was hiding in his uh, in his pocket that he showed him earlier in in the bar scene. So he knew that he was protected. Of course. If he shot him there, so again we see that that human side that of mercy. this particular character who is m- merciless when he needs to be, but also can display m- mercy not, towards his friends, yeah, unreasonable or unfeeling. People. Yeah. Uh, so, all in all, this episode not only redeemed the second episode for me, the more I think about the second episode, I feel it was just Disney uh, tacking on like some filler material to the pilot. Which is what we discussed it was, yeah. Yeah, and it, it, it makes a lot of sense, um, but they... Because it would have felt out of place, this episode would have felt out of place if that hadn't have been built up. Oh, the relationship, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because... We wouldn't have had any context on why he felt that great of a need to go back for the child if that episode hadn't taken place. Oh, yeah. What I'm saying is uh, episode two should have been an extended bit of episode one. It should have been tacked on as like an hour and five minute pilot and not giving me the 26 minute episode last week because that took me out of the flow of things. I can get I can get behind that. Yeah. Uh, And man, if we were talking about this being episode two to that amazing pilot that we saw then i'm i'm willing to say that this is like 
on pace to be one of the better sci-fi TV series I've ever seen. It's still really good. It's early. They just chopped it. The production really. value is super high. Uh, this Every episode so far has had a new director. This one was written by John Favreau, who uh, was like the, the main guy behind the Iron Man series. So And he's got a strong connection to the lore of Star Wars as well. And I'm sure him and George Lucas are our buddy pals and have conversations on, on how the Mandalorian's getting written because it feels it feels Star Warsy. The transitions from scene to scene even uh, employ some of the same visual transitions that they use in the movies. The score, like we talked about in the second episode, is so good. Uh, the music that's playing is different than the Star Wars music that you hear. But it fits so well. It goes with it really well. That last scene where they zoom out into space in this third episode and Mm -hmm. they're on to their next mission, it it felt like I I was about to hear that Star Wars... I felt like I was going to hear that, but it was the Ludwig Göransson score and it was just as good, so... Yeah, that guy is is just getting started and getting his feet wet with this. He's going to be a, a big deal. Like like I said in the last episode, I get Hans Zimmer vibes from him. Uh, very strong ones. The Force is strong with him, so to speak. <laughs> uh, Couldn't resist that one, huh? Yeah. And just all in all, I have I don't have much, much bad to say about this episode. Uh, I see how... I, I still don't see how they're going to work the drama in. There was a little bit of drama in this episode, emotional drama, but they can't sustain that anymore because now we know that he cares about Yoda. So they're going to, baby Yoda. So now they're going to really need a villain to come along and something's going to have to happen that makes us dislike that villain. Otherwise, it's just going to be this cycle of like conflict, protect Yoda, and escape. and Like conflict of the week type of thing. Yeah, conflict of the week thing. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, in closing here, uh, this show in particular is bringing back those vibes that I felt when I used to watch uh, TV, like cable TV, and I'd have to wait for a whole week for a TV show to come back on in, in another episode. Like, it's making me upset that I can't, and I like that. The agony. <laughs> I think we've all been overly treated uh, with the Netflix bingeability and Hulu and all that, and we can just watch a whole season in, in overnight. I don't have anything against that, but building the tension, building the anticipation, anticipation mm-hmm. of of guessing what comes next also allowing us to talk about it and other people to talk about it and digest the details and everything it's it brings an appreciation to the content that's not there if you just watch 10 hours of tv because it's it's difficult to break down little things when you ingest that much material so you you really only get the the main points but by by doing these breakdowns of 25 to 40 minute episodes week by week we really get to sink our teeth into what's going on and i think for star wars star wars that's crucial and i don't think we'll ever see a star wars show or star trek show or anything that we are really attached to as viewers go like bingy right off the bat because it, it requires an attention to detail and, and focusing on little things mm-hmm, and really talking does. about them to flesh out the story, the characters, the lore, the missions, all of that. Uh, so yeah, I've got I've got nothing but great things to say about this third episode. I uh, 
Oh, I totally agree. I love this one. As soon as we it it stopped, that was the first thing I said was I absolutely love this episode. Yeah, looking forward to uh, the weeks of this show to come. There's only five more episodes now, so uh, what we're gonna have to do for our content is mix in some movie reviews and some other cool stuff. So I'm looking forward to talking about Mandalorian episode four with you guys and with my misses. With that said, where do you see like episode four and future episodes going? I'm not really sure. I'm hoping that we get more uh, information or any information on Yoda or I know he's not really Yoda, but the child's race. He's Yoda, Yoda came for, from. for Christmas sales this, this year, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Disney's going to crank out the little stuffed baby um, Yoda's right and, in time and for Black Friday. And while we know he's not actually baby Yoda, what the heck else are we going to call him? You know, yeah, baby we, something of the race that we know nothing about? Yeah. So um, I'm I, hoping that we can is going to give us information or anything like that about the race that he comes from. I don't think we're done seeing uh, his buddy from the first two episodes, the guy who... uh, I have spoken. Yeah, I have spoken, man. (laughs) Also, let's see, the villain for sure is going to have to play a part uh, in this. I'm just, there's got to be more of his race out there somewhere, because I know it's been 50 years because he's 50-year-old baby, but... What do you think the Empire was... There's got to be more out there somewhere. Were they extracting the Force out of him to try to, like, re-spark? Oh, we forgot to touch on that. Yeah. Yeah. They said that they needed to extract something from him, but they were to do it quickly. Get away and do away with him afterwards. Yeah. Um, And then the scientists... That's a very good point. I wonder if they were... Yeah, I feel like they were trying to extract the Force out of him to maybe make a new weapon. Or something that has to do with... With Ooh. his longevity, maybe, maybe that's how the Death Star was powered in the first place. Was with the Force, like a a a sort of yeah, like quantum Force well, power. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, I'm just trying to answer for the whole Star Wars series now with this one little blip of of them extracting the Force out of Baby Yoda. We don't know that's what they're extracting. We are speculating. I know that rich, powerful, elite men. Well, they're not rich and powerful and elite anymore. They're kind of just bruised and battered but they want that power back in the star wars world and we're speculating that that is the power that they were extracting what else would they be i don't know we got to figure it out it's the only power he's got that we know of turning skin green yeah (laughs) see you guys next time